Hello, welcome friends. It's Cindy Silva. I'm here with my friend, Dr. Emil Faith. Hello and welcome, Dr. Faith. Thank you, Cindy. It's a pleasure to be with you energetically and to connect with you. Thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. I love that, Dr. Faith. I mean, that just really rings like an invitation to... Well, you can call me Emil, but whatever, however it works for you. I just think of it because um, there was a doctor in our town called Dr. Payne. His last name was Payne, P-A-Y-N-E. And I just thought, oh. Uh, I don't even want to know what his specialty was. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so we've uh, had conversations in the past. It's, I think my second time interviewing you, but it's been a span of at least 10 years since our first one. Uh, that's been a while. Um, I personally worked with you. You're an excellent medical intuitive and you have your doctorate in pharmacology and you practice and meet with most of your clients are remote. So this might be new to some people. And your specialty is in working with people that are sensitive, highly sensitive people. Uh, not just women, but men as well. And it's something that you really want to bring to the attention of um, all sensitives is that there are men that are highly sensitive too. And that topic is a little bit more in the background. So we're going to bring it forward today and talk about all sensitives. And what does that mean? And why have you chosen to focus your um, excellent background experience and skills on that topic? That's a good question. Um, it really just started out, I was, you know, sitting knee to knee with a lot of folks and we we're still seeing folks in person. Uh, I actually started out with a string of health food stores that I operated. Um, and they said, hey, you're a pharmacist, you'd be the perfect person to help me decide what vitamins to take, which ones I can take, which ones I can't take, what should I take for this condition in place of my prescription. So I ended up being a knee to knee conversation after at a point and just it parlayed itself into private practice, really uh, started out of the back of the, one of the health food stores in one of my locations. But I would be sitting there with these people and after working with so many of them, I began to realize that there was a, a weird, a common thread here. A lot of these people had not just the same complaints, but the same sensitivities and the same issues and the same outlook that was quite different from the group of people I worked with when I was working in pharmacy over the years. And it's like, this is a unique subset of the population. It struck me one day after years of doing this. Um, and I began to start paying more attention to it. And I'm like, God, these people are so unusual. They're wired differently. They think differently. They're more sensitive to medicines, supplements, foods, chemicals, you name it. I'm like, there's something going on here. And that's when I began to realize that, hey, these people are indeed wired differently, genetically coded differently than the general population. And that's really how it started. Um, and I just started keeping good notes and started uh, you know, putting together some ideas for a possible book after several years. I'm going, people need to know about this because it's like all these people are living these unusual types of lives and having unusual challenges. Um, in many cases, much different than their less sensitive friends or neighbors or family even. And so uh, it, was, it, was, it was being pushed to, to get this material out and really kind of connect the dots, bring these people in and say, hey, this is, you're not alone. I know other people like you and you, I know many other people like you from all over the world, as it turns out, from every culture, from every country. And that's, it's really been 
remarkable how the message has been received globally of people from all over the world reaching out and you know wanting a consult or wanting to talk about it all saying the same thing how did you know how did you know that i was different how could you know so that's been the most rewarding part of all this is that you know i it's like i put my finger on something and it's an important piece uh, of information and uh, and people have to want guidance cindy they want help because they're they're struggling with some very unique health and life challenges that don't usually affect less sensitive individuals the way they affect this subset of the population you know i'm talking it's these people are intertwined in all cultures all as they say all countries all walks of life i mean from anywhere from the janitor that cleans the toilets at the movie theater to the famous best basketball star to that movie star there are people out there that don't discuss these issues with anyone else perhaps their closest friends or family but many not even that they it's not safe to talk about being different and the one thing I want to make, I've already pointed it out, is that just because we're wired differently and truly, believe me when I say that these, these are genetically coded, differently genetically coded individuals, it doesn't make us better. It doesn't make us superior, but it does make us different. And that difference can mean the dif uh, between the difference between getting well and feeling better and suffering for the rest of your life in a, in a bubble that no one can talk about. So it's been... Uh, it's been a fascinating journey to be able to connect with those individuals. Mm. Thank you for all that it really strikes a chord with me because I study genetics in, um, I know that there is a change happening in the species, a mutation and it's making us more porous, more sensitive, more aware. So and I love that term that you use. Nobody uses that term except me and I'm glad you do. Oh. <laughs> Because our energy fields as ultra sensitive empathic beings is very porous. Right. Porosity is the key to the whole thing because we're feeling energies in that porousness that others, many cannot feel. Yeah. Well, I have a Qigong technique for you and your clients that are porous that helps. And uh, we'll, we'll share that another time. But just to go back to that topic of the sensitivity, I think that. Um, it's really coming to the surface of sensitivity because of the amount of information overload we have in our culture. And when we were porous, we're taking in more information. And when that information starts coming at us faster and in greater volume, then the overwhelm surfaces, right? And, and you get to see who's the sensitives because they're all overwhelmed. That's right. And I get to hear from them and you'll get to hear from these people. Uh, and most have no idea what the heck is going on here. Yeah, yeah. So would you say it's the nervous system that's being overwhelmed and that all the symptoms are coming from that? Or is that the root cause of some of the symptoms? What that's some of it. We're, every aspect of our being is affected. Every aspect, our immune system is a big issue. I mean, we're ultra-sensitive, empathic people those who feel everything. We feel everything as ultra-sensitive empaths. We feel things from people and places that are not even a far other side of the globe. I'm not just talking about, you know, being there, talking to your neighbor and feeling their pain. You'll feel that, all right? But those who are so sensitive and so tuned in, they feel things on the other side of the planet and into the galaxies and beyond. So I would say it's all systems. 
the, the gastrointestinal system is very sensitive. The liver, the, the di all the digestive issues, uh, organs and systems are very sensitive. Our aura, we just talked about, is very porous. And again, so every aspect of our physical, emotional, mental makeup is altered, it's different. So, but I would say the most prominent, I, I'd say that the emotional, the, the neurological is often affected. The gastrointestinal, the digestive, as I mentioned, is a huge area for problematic issues, especially when it comes to autoimmune issues. Mm -hmm. And for me, most of the health issues on the planet really have their base in the immune system. And when you have a sensitive immune system, one that's not strong enough, not resilient enough, then you're looking for problems. And that's exactly why we see, why I see so many autoimmune issues everywhere. All of, all of my patients have autoimmune issues. Most people walking around sensitive or otherwise have immune issues. Those who are less sensitive don't really get knocked over as hard as those who are overwhelmed, if you will, um, with parasites, candida, which is a parasite of itself, lime, mold, all the environmental toxins and pathogens they'll blow us out and they do. And they literally, for me, Cindy, chronic fatigue, you're familiar with that, fibromyalgia, and really for me, those are identical conditions, is really the hallmark sign that you indeed are an ultra-sensitive empathic being. It is the classic hallmark uh, health condition, health challenge, if you will, in the ultra-sensitive uh, population. Mm -hmm. And a lot of these folks, I mean, literally, they fall down and they can't get up. That's how bad this is. Mm. So when your immune system is pounded with these kinds of issues, and Lyme is a huge overlooked issue. Many still don't believe in it, or mm. they don't believe the, the source of it or the cause of it. They don't know how to treat it. They don't know how to manage it correctly. Uh, but those autoimmune issues, the, the immune system, I'd say, and the and the neurological system, the digestive system, those are the top one areas that I see affected. But truly, the entire human makeup is affected. Mm. Not, that it, not that it's all human necessarily, but for whatever it may be, in whatever we have, every area is affected. Yes. Well, I like where you're going with the whole, where you said the um, immune system is sensitive. You didn't say it's weak which is a good point to make because sensitivity can seem like a weakness, but it's really not a weakness. It's a high state of, of awareness. But if we don't know what we're being aware of, and we don't know how to make use of that information and turn it into a gift, right? Like many of the people that are highly sensitive are also very intuitive. But if they're overwhelmed by that sensitivity, they can't use it as a gift to serve others. So I feel like your role uh, is partly to help them make that transition from being a, a victim of their sensitivity to actually recognizing as it a, get, a gift in service to others. And a lot of healers, people that have healing capacity like yourself, doctors and massage therapists and all kinds of healers, helping professions are highly sensitive. This is correct. I, you made several amazingly correct point, great points. Um, I wanna I just piggyback on the first one, and that is um, that because number one, just because a healer, you're a healer does not mean you're a sensitive. But if, you're an ultra, if you are indeed an ultra sensitive empath, you are a healer. So in fact, that does work. It works the one way, but not the other. Not all healers are sensitives. Please 
do you know buyer beware and know who you're working with but the other the other side is true if you are an ultra sensitive you are a healer and that's 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 our makeup that's what we're here that's our call for duty we're here to help we're here to heal we are coded genetically coded to help others in various ways you in your way my my way other healers in their modalities but we're coded to help the planet coded to help the people on the planet to make the change to to usher in this new age of the new age that we have been, I don't call it that anymore, but a new planet. And this is a very real thing. I also want to make a comment about, it was a great observation is that just because an, uh, an organ system like the immune system is weak, doesn't mean it does, it's, not, that it's not functioning or, or that it's not doing the correct thing. But I want to make a point that's very important here. One of the things that I see all across the board is because ultra-sensitive empathic individuals vibrate at such a high frequency. We're kind of like, we're kind of like the hummingbird. We're flapping our wings at 50 beats per second, just sitting here. So we're blowing through energy much more rapidly and intensely than others who would just be working at their computer or at their desk. Uh, and that is a real deal. We vibrate at a higher frequency and a higher rate. And it takes, you, you have to nutrition yourself. And most people are not nutritioning themselves. They're undernourished. Yeah. Every single, probably with almost without fail, of thousands of people I have worked with are malnourished. So the immune system, does, it doesn't mean there's anything wrong with it, but in many cases, and I want to piggyback on what you said, it is the nutrition isn't there to keep those organ systems running at their, at their top capacity. And that is why we see so many ultrasensitives coming in for a tune-up or a healing because you know there's not enough nutrition on board and they don't realize how much they need. Most everybody on the planet is protein deficient. And you can be sure as an ultra-sensitive empathic individual, you are definitely protein deficient. You're also deficient and malnourished in other areas with, for instance, low levels of iodine, classic. Iodine deficiency is rampant. That's why your hormones are not working. That, that's why your hormones aren't right. That's why your thyroid isn't right because you're iodine deficient. Deficient in iron. If you're vegan or vegetarian, you're gonna be deficient in iron. If you're not supplementing, you're not gonna feel well. You can search for all the other causes. There may be other reasons, but you are definitely low in iron. The same with the B complex. Uh, all of the vitamins, minerals, magnesium, calcium, all of that ultra sensitive empaths tend to be malnourished end of conversation. And this is what people need to understand. If you want to feel better, you start by getting your diet squared and your nutrition squared away. Mm -hmm. Yeah, everything comes back to chemistry and how our brain works, how we relate to our environment. It's all chemistry, right? So if, we're, if our chemistry is out of whack, then all our relationships will be out of whack, right? Our hormones are going to be out of whack. Our metabolism is going to be out of whack. Our weight. How many women with weight management issues? I mean, how many complaints about what everywhere? And not just women, men, but we don't catch quite as much usually. But, you know, the woman wants to get that weight thing right. Well, you're not going to do that until you've got your hormones balanced, your thyroid balanced, and you're eating correctly and getting some exercise in as well. It's not that hard to do. And I do have a, a whole chapter on that whole on that subject of metabolism and weight and so forth. But mm. it's the classic conundrum, and everybody wants to know how to get get that under control. And uh, it's not as hard as it may seem. But if you understand that, just take for, just assume that you are malnourished and uh, we need to remedy that once you do. 
your organs will have the fuel, organs and glands will have the fuel to uh, start healing themselves, even if you do nothing else. It would be nice to supplement with iodine. It would be nice to supplement with the B vitamins. And those are things that I would recommend and, and other things as well. Um, but it starts with nutrition. Yeah. Thank you. Well, yeah. you've written several books and you talk about um, men going through a form of menopause. We're going to talk about that. But I want to go back before I forget this um, analogy that came to me as we were speaking about the immune system and the sensitives. It's like if we think of like the entire human species and certain cells within our body are immune cells and certain individuals on the planet are part of the immunity, right? So the highly sensitives are the ones that can detect kind of what's coming in and what to avoid. And if they're, they're kind of like the, we are kind of like the canaries in the coal mine, right? I, I, I hate to look at it that way, but yeah, this is a, sadly, that's the case. Yeah. And that's why it's directly related to our immune system. Cause we are the immune cells on the planet for the whole species. Right. And the planet itself. Um, so that was just something that came to mind and there there's another piece, but it's fading already. So I'll give you a chance to respond and then maybe it'll come back. Sure. Um, you know, again, it's about, you know, getting the physical body in, uh, in, in better health. Uh, let me also make comment that everybody, every, I have not, just with rare exception, everybody is dehydrated. And we, our, our body is 70% wa water or more. Our brain is 90% water. We are easily dehydrated. Mm -hmm. And as ultra sensitive individuals, it doesn't take much to throw us off balance. Mm -hmm. Just so, you know, the, audio, the immune system can easily kick up. You don't have enough fuel for your organs and glands. Uh, you're not going to have energy. Um, and, and this is an issue. The other thing that's excruciatingly important for people to understand, individuals to understand, is that uh, we are easily affected and we are being slammed, really, by uh, electromagnetic fields, EMF. Let's face it, we're electric. We're all electric. Our heart beats and left has an electric beat running through it. And we are aura is really an electric field. It's an energy field of, of, of electricity. And we have all the issues to deal with. And again, as an ultra sensitive, we are much, much more likely to be overwhelmed by those kinds of energy disruptors, what I call energy disruptors. And they're everywhere. And we're being exposed to them on a regular basis. You and I in front of this computer, guess right, right. what's happening here? Right. So in case if I fall over, You'll know where I am and why. So, I mean, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. Um, I know the feeling of the overexposure myself. I'm... Oh, yeah. I mean, cell phones, computers, uh, cell towers, microwave towers, high power lines, even yeah. uh, energy vortexes that we may live around, and all kinds of energy issues. Geopathic stress. Geopathic stress. Um, you know, the, and, and especially here's one that people just don't think about that much, especially the energies of other people. Uh, Remember, we, everybody's in a, in a emitter. We're emitting something. That's how we connect. That's how we feel some more than others. I mean, you've been in, you've probably, I'm sure you have, you've gone into a meeting or a room full of people and you go, my God, I've got to get out of here or I'm going to be, I'm going to explode. So those could be energies of other people 
are a huge disruptor of our own energies. Being on an airplane. <laughs> yeah, there you go, an airplane or the auditorium with a concert, a lot of people around it. I used to be, I never really enjoyed being around crowds, but now it's not even a matter of enjoying. I have to be really careful. I don't know if I, you know, how long I can last in a group of, of people anymore these days. Because as we age, and they're not just me, others, we become more and more intolerant of these things and more and more sensitive, if you will. We're selective. Uh, yeah, so you have to figure out where you're gonna spend your energy bank for the day. Uh, yeah. And that's why so many ultra-sensitive empaths, those who are exquisitely sensitive, and I have a, a scale of sensitivity, ultra-sensitivity, some are so sensitive, they literally can't leave their house. They can't hold down a job. They can't have, be around anybody. These people exist. The issue is you never see them because they never come out and you won't know them. They're gonna be secluded somewhere as a recluse. And this is occurring more and more, um, especially with the younger generation now, the millennials, the generation Z, all of these young folks, they come in, they come in born with immediately full blossom, ultra sensitive. Mm -hmm. I didn't have that. Mine started blossoming. Well, I had it, but I didn't really feel it till I hit my thirties and forties. I'm going, what, what's happening here? Mm -hmm. So, but these, these days, these, these young individuals are coming in, they're fully open to their sensitivity and they literally can't handle the planet. This is happening everywhere. Um, Sadly, you see a lot of the results of that on the news. Mm -hmm. They can't handle the planet. They can't handle themselves. They don't know how to, to manage this. Um, and it's leading to some societal issues as we speak. Yeah. Well, I want to talk about how can we, you know, help that. And then also go back to when we're taking in all the EMFs and all the information and it's, makes me think that there's a correlation to our digestive system, right? Because we're not digesting just food. Our system is digesting everything, even what we don't see, all the invisible information. And so that makes sense to me that ultra sensitives also have digestive issues. Very much. And of course, of course Cindy, we, all, we know about the, uh, the gut brain connection. Mm -hmm. so those of you who are suffering from mood disorder, anxiety, and that number is astronomical these days. It's, I mean, it's an amazing, huge number. It's growing, you know, by leaps and bounds every day. But those who are suffering, you know, a lot of it is digestion right there. You, you, your serotonin, uh, there are serotonin receptors in the gut. There is a pathway for those receptors to, to send communication to the brain. And so if we're not eating correctly, or and that is a problem, or there's food additives, or you're having things you're allergic to, or you're not digesting your food, you need a digestive enzyme or probiotic, Simple things can help you feel better, but the gut and the brain, uh, basically the gut in our life. Our, li our life is, everything about us starts in the gut. All autoimmune disorders start in the gut. It's, all the inflammation starts there. And if you heal the gut, you will feel better over time, so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But yeah, you're right on with the, with the about that with um like all other species of animals mammals like their first instinct is to teach their offspring about the predators right like how to avoid the predator how to survive by understanding your predators but i think uh, humans we don't we think we're at the top of the food chain but we have predators that are 
invisible and insidious, these bacteria, like we're so outnumbered by the billions and billions of bacteria in our body, we think that we're choosing what we want to eat. But in fact, it's the bacteria choosing our diet. And based on its desire to survive, right? And if it starts getting threatened and feeling like it's losing its uh, foothold in on the host, it will create these cravings. So we want to understand that um, it's not willpower alone, right? That there's there's so much more happening regarding our choices and um, what we're dealing with is something that's a living organism that wants to live and survive as much as we do. And it's living and surviving off us and it's out of balance and we're gonna be out of balance. And how do we write that relationship? How do we, what's the solution to being a sensitive and living in this world? It's not an easy one uh, because the world is designed to one size fits all. And we're, as we have clearly discussed, this is not a one size issue here. We are not all the same. We're not all wired the same. Forget the ultra-sensitive things. I mean, you, ultra-sensitive or not, people are different. Not everything works for everybody, but what you would start new, to do first is heal the gut. Um, talk to your practitioner, get some guidance, but one of the things they recommend is a probiotic, a good high-potency probiotic. And they're finding the right pro probiotic is the key. And literally the key, it's like trying to find the right key to a house in uh, 50 houses down, trying to find out which key, you have to pick the right blend of, of uh, microbials in the probiotic to, to, it's best for your, your immune system. We're back to the immune system again. You wanna get the right blend of probiotics that fits you and there'll be some trial and error in there. You start with that. The other thing we need to make sure we do is to clear excess candida and other toxins and pathogens from the gut. Now let's be clear, candida is that parasite you discussed. It desperately, is, it's, it's hooked to us. And not just in the gut, it literally plugs into our neurological system. It literally, it's like a, it's like a, uh, a flash drive. It clicks right into you. So it, it becomes you, you become it. It wants to live. And in so doing that, it can make your life very miserable. Candida is the pandemic of this planet, perhaps others, um, and it's not in control. It, it is running rampant. We are not controlling it well. And it, you really need to look at doing, um, with guidance, a, a good, a proper candida cleanse, which takes some time to do. You need some guidance. We need to get the excess candida levels, which they host in our gut, but then over time, as they say, they will spread to all parts of our body. And when it starts hitting the brain, that's when you're looking at anxiety, depression, and a hundred other classic issues that uh, uh, health conditions that are linked to the overgrowth of candida. If you have a health condition, if you have, for instance, if you have diabetes or blood sugar problems, high or low, diabetes high, hypoglycemia low, you have candida. If you want to get, you want to get on top of your blood sugar control, you need to get on top of candida cleansing. High candida levels will destroy your life. It'll destroy your, uh, your, your sensorium. It, it, it literally messes you up to the max. That needs to be managed. And most people aren't giving it the time of day. This is a big mistake. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and the, there's so much sugar in the diet and that's what feeds it. Well, sugar does it, but sugar is hiding in everywhere, everywhere. 
for instance, apple cider vinegar. People, there's some studies that say, or show books, online articles that say, apple cider vinegar for candida, take it, it's good for you. It is good for you, but not necessarily for the control of candida because in my experience and the experiences of others who are tuned in, it's rocket fuel for candida. It loved it, it will make it proliferate. So, you know, there are studies that show, so it's finding that truth and finding what works for you. And yeah. again, everyone's different. So, I mean, you may say, oh, I can't, you know, I did all, all okay with a little bit of apple cider vinegar. I know for a fact, for me, it blows candida out of the water for me and many, many others, and I don't recommend it. But the point is, uh, it needs to be under, you need to get candida under control. Watch your diet. Yes, there should be a candida diet. There are hundreds, dozens of those online. You can find one um, that suits. Some are very strict. Some are less strict. I like to do everything in moderation. So yes, watch the sugars, but you need to increase your protein load. You need to uh, avoid a lot of the starchy foods other than sugar, uh, and it goes it goes on from there. It is it does take an it, there is effort involved here. You, any candida cleanse that lasts less than three four weeks is not going to do the job. And they they tout these oh you can get clear candida in three days. No, you cannot, and not but not without making some other uh, lifestyle changes as well. Mm. Thank you for that. Yeah. I wanted to say some things about your books. And also, um, I remember in a session that we did a while back. Well, can I describe my experience with you? Oh, sure, of course. How, how you work, because maybe, you know, you can share some insight into what this process is like for you. But so we meet and you ask questions and then um, you go away into another room. I don't know what you do in there, but then you come back with this information. Okay. And um, one of the pieces of information really surprised me. You really, you got some information on a past life of mine while you were working with me. And that just seems um, really intriguing to me. You know, like how does that work? Where does it come from? How do you integrate it into the session? And I uh, wonder if you'd be willing to talk about that. Oh, sure. I mean, I don't, Whatever spirit gives me, and I feel it's appropriate in the in in the healing case, I'm going to share it with you. I don't always go there. I don't always look for it, but in many cases, if, if I if I feel like that's infecting whatever you come to me for, you you're going to hear about that. And that I, where it comes from, I don't I can't speak to that. I mean, it comes from some some other place where the information it's the cloud. It's the spiritual cloud up there. Literally, all everything, the all that is, is there. So, um, I'm a believer in the Akashic record. I'm a believer in uh, energy, of course, and that there are other realms and other other beings that uh, can assist us uh, in our lifetime and after our lifetime is over. But I did come. You know, I don't recall exactly in your case what I did come up with. But in many cases, I will have some information that has been passed along from somewhere, uh, in many cases, it may be your higher guides coming through and sharing with me what you need to know. Because sometimes we're so close to ourselves, you know, as healers, we wanna get better. We need, the healers need healing. And this is crucial. <laughs> most of my clients are healers, probably most of your clients are healers, but we need help. Um, and so we need an outside looker. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's what I am to you, I'm, I'm going in and I'm, seeing what I'm pulling down and I'm gonna share with you what you may not have already, you already know it. You just need to be here again. 
So that's that's really how I feel it works. And most everybody I work with will will get that. And if I if it's a specific issue, if I'm if it's requested that I search, I'll spend a little more time on it as well. But it's part of the whole package. It's, you know, healing is not is not a one dimensional thing. It's a multi dimensional thing. Yeah, and being someone who can access information from different dimensions, I think it brings um, a perspective that's unique and customized, you know, custom specific perspective based on the individual, as you said, everyone's unique. So accessing that kind of unique information can be a huge value. Uh, so tell me again the name of the term for the male menopause and what what is that like? Um, how do how does a person recognize that when they're going through it? And how come we as a culture don't know this or those we are, talk about it? Those are superb questions, and those are really they deserve a, a good answer. I'll give you the best I have. The term I use, and it's out there, it's been used many times. I just pulled it in because I agree with the term, what it really reflects. Females have menopause, you know, we call it menopause in uh, the, the physiological part of our life and the emotional part of our life and the spiritual part of our life, it all pauses, the time to reflect. You know, we, we're, we're somewhere between 40 and 60 at that point, we go with the women and we, it's a time to see what you've done what you haven't done and where you want to go from here. Mm -hmm. The same thing exists for men, but no one's talking about that. I mean, menopause, how many jokes have there been made about put down the chocolate or, or else, you know? So, I mean, all of these things about how women, you know, the symptoms that women tend to get, the hot flashes, the, the moodiness, uh, the cystic breasts and so forth, that they're classic high estrogen symptoms, which is what happens in pauses Estrogen levels rise. Mm. Let me just get, well, I'm going to do a backdoor on this and I'll get back to the andropause. But when estrogen levels rise, we tend to be more emotional, more symptomatic in terms of cystic growth, whether it's ovarian cysts or breast cysts. Uh, we tend to be more moody. It's a shift. The same thing occurs really very, very similar in men called andropause. Andro from, you know, the male term. Uh, so it's the same thing. But the problem here is that's not recognized. Nobody's joking about andropause because nobody really knows what that is. Um, but we have our issues. Men have their issues. The issue and the biggest issue with men having issues is we don't talk about it. Mm -hmm. We're not going to complain about it. We're probably going to not say anything and we'll either become depressed. We may become suicidal and no one's going to know. This is a big deal, Cindy. It's a big deal because there are a lot there are millions of unidentified ultra-sensitive men out there who, who don't know how to identify themselves. All this identity stuff, this new stuff out there. There's no self-identity. It's like, what, what, what's going on with me? No, they're not even gonna ask that question in most cases. They're either gonna deal with their symptoms or they're not. So the problem is that they don't talk. They don't talk to their spouse. They don't talk to their family. They just suffer in silence and we're not going to go out and look for some cream to put on we're not going to go out and ask for a prescription pill in most cases they may go to their doctor and say i'm really depressed i'm really anxious i'm not sleeping anymore i'm crying a lot and they're not going to know what that's about men need to reflect too we have the similar life cycles we have 
gender differences, but really physiologically, we're very similar, the man and the woman. It's just the man is getting no attention. And that's not a good thing. Uh, sadly, sadly, it is taking its toll. The suicide rate for males in the 40 to 60 range uh, is three and a half times higher than that of the same female range. Mm. So no one's listening and they need to. Reach out to your, my message to those who, are, who will watch this, reach out to your significant, your significant male partner or whoever it may be, that you, some, this male that you love, it's in that, any uh, age range, but between 40 and 60 in andropause, you know, we, we, they talk about our sex to libido drops, um, we're not productive. This is a big deal for the man who feels like it's they're coded, genetically coded to be the provider. Ooh, I go up, I get meat, I bring feed family. You know, I mean, this is something that's ingrained in us. And if we've retired, especially for retired, fully retired individuals, or even those who are still working, but have lost sight of what they're really about, this needs to be addressed. People, you, your loved ones, need, you need to reach out to your loved ones, men and know that there's nothing wrong with you. It's just that you're an ultra sensitive person, an ultra sensitive man, and that's okay. In fact, it's fantastic. <laughs> but getting to know, the, just accepting that fact and getting to understand that that's what's going on can, can save a life. Mm. Thank you for sharing that. So you're saying the symptoms are um, similar to menopause, like overly emotional, right? Yes, we, we may have weight gain, uh, we may have insomnia, we may have depression, we will have depression in many cases. Loss uh, of purpose. Loss of purpose, because it's like, hey, I, you know, I've done everything. Wow, what am I doing now? You know, what, what do I go from here? And it's, it's a big deal. And if, it's, if you don't process that correctly, uh, it can make for a very uncomfortable existence. And, we need to nip that. Mm. Well, thank you for bringing it to our awareness. Thank you for letting me. Yeah, of course. Was there anything we haven't covered that you is coming up that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple, I'd like to give some advice on how to, how to get through, how to survive and thrive. That'd be wonderful. Ultra sensitive. Uh, by the way, uh, the subtitle of the book, the title is You Are Sensitive. The subtitle is How to Survive and Thrive in a World That Doesn't Get You. But the, the, title, the subtitle beyond that is If You Always Thought You Were Different from the Others, You Were Right. Mm -hmm. Just accept that. You were right all along. And know that it's okay and beautiful. It's a gift, as you mentioned earlier, so intuitively mentioned that, so correctly intuitively mentioned that. This being an ultra sensitive is a gift. It's been bestowed upon you. The key is to figure out what to do with it, how to apply it, how to make the difference in ushering in this new planet, this new world, and to know that your job really is to heal others, to help others get through this same process as they blossom. And right now, the activation rate, it is huge. People all over the place are starting to awaken. There is a grand awakening, and it's important that people understand that. If you don't feel, if you're feeling different and you're feeling unusual, you're feeling like, like a loner and an outcast, which I have felt all of my life, a loner and an outcast and alone, and not because, not by choice, although sometimes you, you choose to, but I just, I, 
I fit all you know, much of the criteria, but know that that's normal and that is okay. All right, so what can you do to survive and thrive in a world that doesn't get you a couple things? First one, we talked about it earlier, is nourish yourself. Eat protein, eat well. You need to make sure you are eating the foods your body needs to stay functioning at the high vibration you're running through. If you're vegetarian, please think about adding some B12, some iron, spirulina tablets, there's a whole lot more. All this is in my book. Um, number two, hydrate yourself. You are dehydrated. You're not going to feel well. You will have no energy. If you want to lose, start the easiest way to lose weight starting, but the starting point is hydrating yourself. That kicks up your metabolism. Most people are, are dehydrated. Most are clinically dehydrated and at the risk of causing blood thickness and possible increase in risk of heart disease and so forth, cardiovascular disease. So make sure you're hydrated. About half your body weight in ounces of water, at least half your body weight in ounces. If you're 100, uh, if you're 170 pounds, you're about uh, 80, about 86, 670, 80 uh, ounces of water a day is what you need, or more, 80, about 80 ounces of water a day, and you need to continue that. Protect yourself from all negative energies. And there's plenty to go around. So we talked about some of it, the EMF, the negative energies of people. Make sure you can tolerate the job you're working in. Make sure it, it works for you and you're doing what you want to do, don't spend your entire life, try not to spend your entire life doing things that you don't, can't digest or, or, or stomach, if you will, or, or, or do in your life. Make sure it's something you want to do. Choose your health care carefully. That doesn't mean, and I'm not bashing, I'm not attempting to bash anything out there. Just make sure that your practitioner is on the same page as you are and that they're open-minded enough to look at holistic alternatives or integrative approaches where possible. So pick your health care carefully. Another thing people have issues with, everyone seems to have at some point in their life issues with relationships. Make sure these relationships are working. Otherwise, they're a great stress to your physical, mental, emotional makeup. If it's not working, here's my, here's my rule. Fix, if it's not working, fix it or clear it. Either fix it, make it work, or clear it out. Life's too short, the meter is running. And that includes romantic relationship, business relationship, partnerships, and all those fake friends on our social media. I'm sorry, I do belong to it, but make sure that these friends of yours are, get some real friends <laughs> where I'm at with that. And I'm not, not poo-pooing the social media, that's fine. Do it if you want to, do it carefully and, and correctly. Uh, pamper yourself. Who's pampering you? You've been taking care of everybody. This whole issue with high estrogen levels, Cindy, there is a real dynamic metabolic pathway that leads this way. When you over nurture others over time and you don't, and, and you don't, re, you don't get reciprocated back and you're not nurtured enough, those estrogen levels in your body will rise. You don't want high estrogen running around in the male or female body. That can cause increase in potential for blood clots. Uh, it can cause problems with cystic growth uh, and, and cell changes that you don't want. So we want to modulate down estrogen levels, start getting something in return. Pamper yourself. Don't deprive yourself of the things you love. Enjoy your life. Detoxify yourself. We talked about that. Work with a holistic practitioner that knows how to clear candida and heavy metals, which, by the way, are one of the same. 
when you have mercury, if you have mercury amalgams in your mouth or any toxins, Candida is gonna try and protect you from it and grab onto it. So when you do those cleanses, your practitioner should know you clear the toxin first and the candida second. So typically it's mercury that's attached to mercury, excess mercury. It's a very bad thing to have in our body. And many of us, especially in our age group, are maybe a little older than you, but we have mercury amalgams and that can cause us problems. So when you clear the, get somebody who knows how to clear candida and other toxins properly. Women, please get your hormones balanced naturally. You don't have to use those uh, other uh, alternatives out there. There are natural ways to get the hormones balanced and you and your partner will thank you. So <laughs> it's a good thing to have that done. Don't forget to emote regularly because we just talked about that. Mm -hmm. We are as empathic people. We feel everybody's pain. Everybody's everything. We, we, we sense everything. So we're, and what are we doing? We're taking those at home with us and we're compartmentalizing and we're throwing it in and we're throwing it in. And after decades, years or decades of this, this can cause great harm to your own psyche and to your own physical and emotional health. So um, make sure that you clear that, that you get a, a proper energy clearing if necessary and make sure you emote everything that's in you. Whatever, whatever stays in your body and it gets stuck in your body, that can make you ill. You've got to clear and unstifle yourself physically, emotionally, mentally, sexually, in every way. What you hold on to will make you sick. So emote, cry, scream carefully, express yourself daily, but whatever's in there, let it come out. And here I am, you know, it's, not, it's easy to say and sometimes not easy to do, but it's something that should be addressed at some point. Um, but I think it's important to understand that uh, the health conditions and the health challenges you're experiencing and I'm sure you are, many of you who are watching this are having issues with digestion, autoimmune disorder, muscle aches and pains, rheumatoid arthritis, diabetes, heart disease, cholesterol levels, the usual gamut of stuff. It is manageable naturally. Uh, just seek out a practitioner who knows how to do that for you. Uh, and just understand that you are here doing important, important things on this planet. It may not feel like it, especially when you're not feeling well but you've done the work just by your light existing on this planet at this time, you are doing the work. People get well just by hanging around with these kinds of individuals. I hear that all the time. Oh, my friends just wanna come over and talk. They just wanna to talk to me. They just wanna stand next to me. I see this all the time. It's a beautiful thing. Ultra sensitives are healers. All ultra sensitives are healers. You may choose to do something with that gift professionally or may just choose to hang around your friends and family and help them get well. But just know that you are something special and you're here for a very important reason. Know that the mood swings, bipolar, whatever it may be, in many cases, that's due to the toxins that we have not cleared uh, or due to the energies that you're being subjected to. So do be very cautious and careful about how you expose your energy fields uh, when you get out during the daytime. Uh, you know, avoid those EMF uh, microwave tower energies when you can. Be careful about, you know, you're going to typically feel worse around those ast astrological events like eclipses, um, solar flares, the solar flare thing, you got to watch that too. Uh, retrogrades, all these things affect you. Just understand this is a normal part of being, a traditionally normal part of being an ultra sensitive, empathic individual. Know that there is help out there know that you can and can feel better 
And just by the fact that you know that you're not alone, you are not alone. There are tens of millions of you out there. Please understand, in my opinion, up to 70% of the entire world's population, that's right, 70% and climbing, are truly ultra-sensitive individuals, and they just aren't talking about it. Nobody's running around thinking, hey, I'm an ultra-sensitive. You want to chat? No, it doesn't work that way. They're not going to chat. But just know that you're not alone. And that somebody, your coworker, who you wouldn't suspect, as I talked about, the baseball player, that these people, they're all over in all walks of life. You have, there are people who understand what you're going through. I happen to be one of those. So um, it's important to know that you're not alone and that there is help. And how, how do people work with you if they're interested in having a session? Uh, well, you can reach me at the, uh, our website, and that website is pretty straightforward, healingwizards.com, plural, healingwizards.com. And do, if you, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug it. This is the book. You want to know how to save yourself, feel better, survive and thrive, get this. This is the second edition. You are sensitive. Second mm -hmm. edition. Every, much of what I've talked about is in here. And uh, I think you'll find it to be a, a useful for you. Share it with a friend or family member that may need it. And um, that's how I would proceed. Mm. And make sure you're eating well. Make sure you're taking care yeah. of your nutrition. Yeah, listening to you, I really get the sense that it has everything to do with environment. So it's the environment of what we're taking in physically, mentally, and emotionally and that we do have control somewhat over our environment, especially our home. So we can eliminate the things that make it worse or aggravate us um, and distract us. And we can maximize sort of those opportunities for engaging with, practicing, consuming things that calm our nervous system to put us in a space of relaxation instead of being, um, on high alert all the time, right? I mean, that to me is like um, related to a spleen that's constantly um, looking for danger, you know, that immune system that's kind of hyper responsive because it always feels threatened. And if we create an environment where we don't constantly feel threatened by uh, what we're exposed to, we can start to tame that nervous system so we're not at this extreme, highly sensitive place where we have to um, feel like we have to defend ourselves all the time because we'll never bring our gifts forward in that state, right? We have to get ourselves into a state where we trust life and we trust ourselves and we know how to bring ourselves back home when we get pulled out of our center. Then we have a chance of bringing our sensitivity forward in a productive way that helps others. So uh, I'm really just wanting to echo what you say about environment and um, yeah, just looking around at how you can set up your space to, um, you know, like you would take care of a, a sensitive child. All right. We are all sensitive children and treat ourselves accordingly. Treat yourself accordingly. Be gentle on yourself pamper yourself uh, and know that you are important, exquisitely important in ways you probably haven't dreamt about yet. Yeah, beautiful. Um, one last thing about, you mentioned your website, healingwizards.com, plural. 
which yeah. tells me that there's another wizard um, and that's yes. your wife. Tell yes. us about her work because I've been curious about her work and uh, haven't engaged with it yet, but I'd like to hear more because I know it's probably gone through some transformation since we first sure. Uh, she, uh, Sue, is an amazing energy worker, works remotely, clearing people, pit places and things across the planet. Um, I mean, she's just an incredible talent. Uh, and there are m many incredible talented uh, healers out there. But she's an energy worker and uh, a holistic nutritionist. Uh, her wisdom is broad. Um, she is just an uh, ultra compassionate. She's a one of the earth angels as meant there are many out there she's one of those so she does she does what she does and i'm quite grateful to have her in my life so it's a beautiful thing right and i imagine that you do clients often work with both of you or they you have both perspectives and... sure in many cases uh if they you know they need an energy clearing an entity attachment or something if, if you have negative energies on you or feel like you are stuck energetically, she's the one. So she'd be helping you with that. Mm, great. Wow, it's been a pleasure to reconnect with you and same just to same. witness all this growth that you've gone through since we first talked. Oh, well, it's a pleasure. You, I love your energy, Cindy. You're an amazing talent, um, another earth angel, and your work is impeccable. Your understanding is you have that incredible mind that, that sees just your gift is um, unmatchable. I, I mean, in what you do, it's just, it's incredible the way you're able to, I'll use the word dissect, but I look at an individual and understand what components uh, need attention. So I'm, I was, I'm, I've been quite impressed. I, I hope you're still doing it. Uh, I, I assume you're still doing the work, so. I am, I am, and it's just evolving like yours and more pieces integrating. Every time I have a conversation like this, there's another piece and thread you pull in and weave into the work. That's so important to keep learning and growing and keep the brain, you know, alive and it, it helps the mobility, everything. Yeah. So, so uh, we're just doing our just doing our stuff and doing the best we can and grateful for the opportunity to to make a difference here. Yeah, and you are. Thank you again. Um, Thank you. Your website, healingwizards.com. You can find mm -hmm. more yeah, information about working with you and your books and some upcoming online courses that you're putting together. Yeah, so. we're going to be doing some things. We have lining up again after the whole pandemic thing. We're regrouping and getting our things together. Wonderful. Well, thank you for saying yes to being here with us today. And uh, it's always good to be with you. Thank you for the great work that you're doing. Thank you, Cindy. All right. Bye for now. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you for joining us. Mm -hmm.